The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the show today. We're really excited to be here. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Sambari. Thanks for thanks for keeping that going. I had a bit of a smoothie in my mouth and couldn't speak. You're nothing if not on brand. <laughs> you know what? This is a recycled creation bottle that I put my own smoothie I in. I like that you do that. Thank you. That's conscious. It is conscious. We're both kind of off the cough at this moment. Um. So, okay, here's the thing. I love coffee and shall never demonize it ever. However, it's making my stomach hurt so much. So we've moved on we've to this new genre that I feel has has popped up in the recent year or so. Which Caffeinated is, beverages in cans that isn't soda. Yeah. They're like <laughs> the new energy drink that yeah. have been like healthified, wellnessified. So you're really into the matcha bar. I can't stop. I go through is this is like scary and sad. I go through every six days. I go through a case, and it's like on How auto deliver. Twelve, so two, two a day. Yeah, but then I like <laughs> give one out, one or two out to like try this. It's good. I'm like a dealer, right? No. I wonder if there's like an MLM program for them. <laughs> Maybe. Hello, matcha bar. Are you listening? No, those are so good. And can I, I be a beverage rep? Thank I love you. those. So maybe they can sponsor. I love them. And but then I also love these uh, yerba mate ones. You need to try these. Yeah, too. Yeah, Ma- yeah, yeah. Mate energy is a real is a lit energy. It's real. You, you guys. know, you told me to listen, drink mate. Cliff. So if Cliff <sighs> tells best. you to do something, if Cliff says to do it, you do, do you it. Just do it. There's no other way about it. So true. Yeah. Speaking of people who know what's up, that you do whatever they tell you. Alyssa Vitti is joining us. She's back today. It's so exciting. We've had her on the show way back season one TSR. Her episode ended up being a two-parter because it was so jam-packed with information that blew our minds. Since then, we've done a live show with her at South by Southwest. We've done a live show with her in New York City. And she has a new book coming out in the flow. And we're going to get all into it. You guys, this is a longer conversation because there's so much to get to. And every single morsel of it is so informative that we're just like, Sorry. You know, also, I would recommend listening to this with yourself and also listening to it with your male partner if you have one. Because when we were in New York doing our live show with her at Caroline's, the biggest takeaway that I thought was so amazing was people's boyfriends coming up and being like, that changed my life. Mm -hmm. And that happened at South by too when we talked to her. Other one of our guy friends was there and he was like, I've never stopped thinking about that. Because if we don't know, how the fuck are they supposed to know? So So the work she does is just like giving us health, giving us information. And I think it's one of the more important conversations that we can be having. Yeah, I'm thrilled about this conversation. So let's just get right to it. Welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. Hey, ladies. Hey. So happy to be back. So happy to have you back. Last time we were together, we did a live show in Austin. It was so fun. And you were blowing those tech nerds' minds. Well. That's not too complicated. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't know I had a period. (laughs) We're like, me either. Well, there's a lot of dudes in the audience. Yeah, I had to come and represent Femtech and female biohacking at South by Southwest. It was really good. Look, it's information. Yeah. (laughs) It's information that's important for us as women, but like 
We just had our lovely producer, Miles, say thank you for inventing the Flow Living app because his girlfriend uses it. Men should be aware of these things as well. Thank you, Miles. Thank you, Miles. Yes, MyFlow <laughs> is actually has become, since we launched it in 2017, the top paid period app on iTunes health and fitness category. Congratulations. High five, Mama. That's amazing. Bang. That's huge. Yeah. So Very you're cool. someone that I really regard as like an example of someone who went through their own health and medical struggles as a young person. And then you empowered yourself through your experience. And now you're changing the world with that. So I just think that's so cool. Thanks. I mean, I just, of course, when you have something that's impacting your health and well-being and you know that so many other women are going through it, you want to first help yourself and then you want to help other people. Right. You're like, look what I found out. Yeah. This is what you need to know. And then everything is great. (laughs) So in this book, In the Flow, it's the next level of woman code. In a way. I mean, it's an extension of the conversation. I think what spurred me to write this book is a similar thing that spurred me to create the MyFlow app is that women who had read Woman Code that weren't necessarily struggling with period issues were like, hey, you know, I want to take full advantage of my hormones. How can I do that? Right. And what In the Flow is really introducing to the world is this new conversation about what female biohacking looks like. Yes. And how women even if you have nothing, no health issues whatsoever, how you actually have to work with your biochemistry to perform at your peak flow state. Right. Right. So you're talking about cycle syncing. We are talking about the cycle syncing method, which is this method I created like almost 20 years ago. And it's a small piece of the flow protocol that, you know, we shared in Woman Code. And of course, it's a part of the MyFlow app. But this book in the flow is really like... You know, if Woman Code was the Bible for fixing your period problems, In the Flow is sort of the definitive guide to cycle syncing for women, biohacking properly for women in their reproductive years, which is an important conversation because so much of the health information out there is gender biased. Yeah, we hear biohacking and it's like- talk about how how masculine that- concept is and also the research has been. I know that you have talked about how most of the studies that are done are done on males and women who are postmenopausal. Yeah, it's really like an interesting thing. You know, when I wanted to start writing this book, I just was looking at a couple of things. The first being, you know, women that I've been working with over the years, they feel super exhausted, burnt out. They're trying to do everything. They're feeling pressured in every direction. And there's wellness, wellness everywhere. But women coming to Flow Living, which is this modern menstrual healthcare company I created. And it's FLO. FLO, of course. There are more and more women coming, even though there's all of this information on the interwebs about, you know, how to be healthy. Women are not healthier. And I looked at these two things and I thought at the core of this is that there's a gender bias in research that's being done on women in their reproductive years. So all this research that comes out about different diets, paleo, keto, intermittent fasting, or the right workouts, high intensity interval training, or, you know, long distance running, pick a workout. All of this is being researched on men and postmenopausal women. But for those 40 years that you are- (laughs) Is it because all the other women are like busy? (laughs) <laughs> they don't want to do like they're like we have stuff tests to do. for society <laughs> no actually in they're the, employed in the first section of the book of in the flow i talk a little bit about why that has taken place and why in medical research women in their reproductive years were left out of a lot of this ongoing research and there's a whole committee now that's dedicated to actually trying to improve the demographic spread of women in you know like in their reproductive years to be included in medical research mm. because we're so behind that 
the medical community is concerned about the efficacy of drugs and, and other therapeutics because there's just not this research being done. So they're actively trying to get more research being done, but we are missing it. But I think specifically in the health and wellness conversation, you know, so many of us are like such good students, you know, yeah. like we're reading the blogs, we're trying the things, we're following the people. And what I see is women feeling stressed, more hormonally messed up, you know, not getting the results they want with their weight, breaking out, feeling, you know, depressed, anxious more and more. And when you look at that, that the core of it is because we are not actually using diets, fitness, or any routine that actually supports this very specific second hormonal clock that we have. So we all know about the circadian clock, right? Right. The thing that makes you sleep. You wake up with the sun, you go to bed when it's dark, right? Mm -hmm. And we actually just awarded a prize, scientific prize, to two men, researchers, who figured out that actually if you mess with circadian rhythm, you can actually negatively alter gene expression. So Mm. it's not like a nice-to-have Right. We had the nurses study back, you know, 20 years ago about when nurses who are doing the night shift, they're going to have bigger issues with diseases of inflammation. But now we can see it actually on the genetic level that messing with your circadian rhythm can be really damaging for our health. And so now it's just Whoa, kind of that's a, crazy. But th- what has come from that research is, you know, people taking a more serious interest in wearing like blue blocking light glasses, mm-hmm. right? Big uh, fan. Right. Or making sure that you wake up and see the sunrise a few times a week if you can do it. Gravity blanket. Gravity blankets. All the things that help you sleep better, wake up better, and all of that, protecting your circadian rhythm. And even knowing the phrase circadian rhythm is empowering, right? Because now you know what it is. It's multi-syllable and it makes us sound smart. Super. But turns out- Say it with an accent and (laughs) forget about it. (laughs) But it turns out that we, as women in our reproductive years, have a very special second clock that turns on. It has a name too. What is it? It's called an infradian clock. Aw, we right? never have heard of her before. No, no Who one's heard. She? She's the clock that refers to your 28-day cycle. Okay. And it is a very important thing that we have these technical names because when we don't have language to, you know, describe the functioning of our body, we think it's not valuable. Mm-hmm. We think it's something to be ignored. We think, oh, well, I'm just going to put that hormonal stuff in the closet and only deal with it when my period comes. It's or- also just like we treat it as a burden. Like that's the biggest right. thing that I feel that I've gleaned from learning from you and reading your book. It's like the period and your body, it's not a burden. It's a gift and you're meant to listen to it. You're not meant to like have this thing. It sucks. Oh my God, I can't function in the world. Fuck my life. Like that is the energy and the emotion around menstruating. And what's worse is when you actually don't work alongside with these very specific biochemical patterns, the same kinds of patterns that say you should wake up when the sun rises and go to sleep when it's dark, if you work against these, I outline in this book how it affects way beyond the systems of your body that are just about your period. It affects Mm. your metabolism. It affects your immune system. It affects your stress response, your brain system. Absolutely everything about you is affected by this infradian clock. Can you spell this word for us since it's new to the vocab? Yeah. Okay. I'm so happy to be bringing a new (laughs) vocabulary word out into the world. It's like a nerd's dream. (laughs) (laughs) I-N-F-R-A-D-I-A-N. Interesting. Okay, I was thinking it had an E and a P-H in there. Nope. Nope, doesn't. Spelling is not your strong suit. (laughs) It really is not. (laughs) Great, thank you. So I wanted women to know definitively and why I'd spent so much time in the first section of the book really talking through the science of how this clock works, Mm. why it's so important that we take it seriously, and that not 
involving it in any of your self-care routines actually can make you sick. Isn't it insane though that we like, I mean, I'm obsessed with the work you're doing. We both are obviously, but I just think it's wild that this is really like the first time that this information is like mainstream accessible. Like that is, it's my brain is exploding inside my head right now. I feel the same it way. It feels so basic. And that's what I think is so exciting about this conversation for women is that it's just putting the logic back in your mind about how your body works and that you don't have to be seeking outside of yourself for what should I do? What's going to make me feel good? There's actually a little clock to follow. If you just follow it, everything flows. You get back in your flow and it's just, everything's easier. Yeah. And you don't, you don't have to push so hard, you know? Listen, I'm a type A person, like I'm sure a lot of our listeners who are super awesome women like you who want to make the most of their lives. But all that pushing, going against the grain of what your body needs can create serious stress response, inflammation, and just make you feel like you aren't succeeding, right? And then mm -hmm. that drives a conversation around, you're not feeling good enough, negative self-talk, you know, and not to mention when you're like working out every day, all the time, the, the way that you're supposed to, right? Air quotes, people. According to <laughs> the regular fitness research. And then you're not losing weight. You think, what's wrong with me? I'm such a failure. I can't accomplish anything. And that starts to seep into other areas of your life outside of your self-care. Right. So it's really important that we take back how our bodies function and just go with that flow because everything else will open up. Also, I feel like the pushing is very, to use the vocabulary of getting to I do the book. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with that book. It's a book on dating that was written in the 90s. Everyone knows <laughs> what I'm fun, talking about. It's a fun revisit. It's a fun revisit. It's um, pre-tech. Yeah, pre-texting. So there's some issues with the suggestions. However, <laughs> she goes into the notion that the thing that we as women have picked up on mentally, and you're talking about physically, it's both, is that we think we need to be in our masculine, which the energy of the masculine is to push. And that's just not our you know, listen, chemistry. I have studied masculine and feminine energy dynamics quite a bit. And Ooh, what I tell us more. What I really <laughs> like about applying the cycle syncing method in my own life is that it has been a very healing process in rebalancing my energetics, right? Mm -hmm. So what's really cool is if you think about the cycle, and we can go into the phases of the cycle and how it all works, but the first half of the cycle, that's sort of your outward, you know, more active time. You could categorize that as being more in your masculine, right? You're more interested in being out, pushing, doing, starting. Which one is that? The follicular mm. and the ovulatory. Okay. Although the ovulatory is this very special time where you can just receive very easily. So, And then the second half of the cycle, the luteal and the menstrual phases, you are in more of your feminine, the interior relationship, mm. right? So even if you're someone who's like, okay, mentally I get that maybe I'm more in my masculine, but how? How am I going to get more into my feminine? You know, you need a bridge. You need a practice. You can't just think your way into the feminine or into a better balance between your masculine and your feminine. You have to live it. You mm. have to, it has to become embodied. And right. this practice, and in the second section of the book, we kind of outline how do you do this? How do you practice this methodology? The doing of it reconditions you 
to be in better balance, to be in your embodied feminine, to heal the wounds of the patriarchy that has conditioned you to believe that you're not enough the way that you are, mm-hmm. and and then some. So it's nice because, like I said, I'm somebody who's type A. I'm a super science-based person. And all the stuff that feels a little, let's call it woo-woo, even though it's not, but let's just say that feels a little bit more on the fringe of, let's say, traditional science. For me, I always feel more confident trying something new if I can walk over the bridge of something fact-based, science-based. And that's what's really exciting about this concept is that it is science-based. It is based in real tangible biochemistry. It's not just a nice idea. It's the way your body works. But what about, what do you mean by the woo-woo element of it? Where you're like, in the reception, take a bath. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, some people, <laughs> meaning, meaning I don't feel that way about right. it. But some people, because of our conditioning mm-hmm. from the patriarchal environment that we're from, we might look at, some of us might be triggered subconsciously by things that feel more feminine. Okay, right. Without even I realizing see. it. Like, oh, I can't, wear pink lipstick. It might be so subtle. I see. You know, it might be like, oh, I can't take time to do a ritual because I've got shit to do. Right. You may have inner judgment that you're not even aware of Mm -hmm. about what being in your feminine looks like and you're resisting it. And what's nice about it is you don't have to do years of therapy to address that. You can just do the cycle syncing method and doing it doing the self-care that is aligned with your biochemistry will resolve those issues organically for you. And you will just reclaim your feminine soul without even realizing it. Talk to us about- That tickles my feminine soul. Talk to us about the fundamentals of of cycle syncing. So basically it's a four-part process, right? You've got these four phases of the cycle. You need to really think about how you're eating, what you're doing for workouts, and then how you're managing your time and your projects. If you can align your self-care, your fitness, and your productivity with the four changing patterns of your biochemistry throughout this infradian clock's 28-day journey, you will be healthier much more quickly and easily. You will be fitter faster. As I like to say, you can stop dieting. You can just work out less and get more fit. And then, of course, you're saying what everyone wants to hear, by the way. But it's true. (laughs) It's absolutely true. And then also you can get more done with less stress, Mm -hmm. right? So here's a great example. The the U.S. women's soccer team was asked recently about how they train their female athletes. And they came out and talked about specifically how they cycle sync their workouts. That's how they get to work with them. I don't personally work with them, but who knows how they've come across that information. So I would love to connect with them. Um, If you're listening, (laughs) hit her up. (laughs) So, you know, I think it's, again, you can't refute the science of how your body works. For example, in the first half of your cycle, your metabolism is a little bit slower. So you can eat less and work out more to generate a situation in which you're going to maximize muscle gain and fat loss. So you can do high-intensity interval training. You can eat lighter, have more of your raw smoothies and things like that. In the second half of your cycle, post-ovulation, your metabolism increases, but you have to eat more to meet those caloric needs, and you have to work out less cardiovascularly in order to protect your muscle gain and fat loss. If you eat less, if you try to stay the same, if you ignore your dynamic infradian clock, right, which is what we're trained to do in the patriarchy, be the same every day, be like a male's 24-hour circadian rhythm only. They only have that one clock, right? Mm. And you try to force yourself to do the same workout and eat the same diet week over week. By the time you get to the second half of your cycle and your metabolism has changed, everything has changed, you will turn on muscle wasting 
and turn on fat storage. Boo. Right? So if you, <laughs> if you know this, now that you do know this, and you're going to learn more about it in the book, why would you just do it every day the mm. same way workout-wise? You should not do high-intensity interval training week over week. That's going to actually net at the end of the month. You're not going to make any muscle gains or weight loss gains at all. You, the best scenario is that you have no change. The more likely scenario, because of all the other stress factors by not eating the right way according to your cycle and working in the way that your cycle wants you to work productivity-wise, your stress levels are going to go up. Your eating is going to be off. By the end of the month, you're typically going to be gaining weight, right? So this is, and of course, we're focusing on one example right. with weight and metabolism. It's a great example because I think our minds can receive that information when it comes to the physical like that. Well, and we've just been so, like we all we hear mm -hmm. is just you have to work out as hard as you can each and every day. Don't quit. Push, push, And there's push. so much shame around it as well. Well, yeah. And it's like we glorify the exhaustion the pushing to the point of exhaustion in mm -hmm. workouts. You know, you see it all over social media, like people like showing how much sweat they're dripping off their bodies. And it's like, okay, well, where are you in your cycle? Is that the right kind of amount of sweat? Right. For, you know, because in the second half, you shouldn't be sweating as much. So can I give you an <laughs> wow. example? So yeah. for instance, my workout schedule throughout the summer, I was doing hot yoga. I got a membership because that was like the lowest barrier to entry for me. It was five minutes door to door. I could open my eyes in the morning. Awesome. I could get there. Great get the mat there, like the whole deal, right? High Y7. Anyway, but I would definitely be so adverse to that around the second part of my cycle That's as right. I think about that. And I am just giving you the scientific mm -hmm. reasons in this book so that you can give yourself permission to listen to that inner intuitive voice that is actually reflecting what that infradian clock wants. You know that this is how you feel. You don't want to go to that hot yoga class in the second half of your cycle. So true. But because of the messaging that we have received about what we should be doing, again, in air quotes, you keep pushing yourself to do it and to your own health detriment. Because we're talking about weight loss here, but where it feeds into and why we keep seeing women, like I said, there's wellness, wellness everywhere, but women are still having more and more hormonal problems than ever before. It starts to affect your health in other areas, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you will get more colds. You will have more immune issues. Your skin will be more irritated. You might feel more, you know, mood sensitive. You may have more period problems. You may become infertile. It, it can really mess with your whole situation so from a health important. point of view. Yeah. Wow. It's good because like I feel that I relate to that thing of like getting to the class yeah. and then when you don't want to do it or you feel like laying down for me in my brain, I'm like, why are you so lazy? Just do it. You know, like this, Just do it. this running dialogue that says what my intuition is telling me, which is stop is wrong, but it's not. That's it's not. It's so just that it's just that we've never been told what our inner biomechanics are or biochemical mechanics are. And so we devalue, in, inherently devalue what our body is trying to tell us and how it's trying to guide us. But I wanted to lay out in this book the actual science of how those inner chemical mechanics work so that you can know without a shadow of a doubt that you can feel confident, even though the world has been conditioning you to believe otherwise, that that's all actually not true mm -hmm. and not relevant for you, that you can really feel confident like going with your flow. As we continue the convo about cycle syncing, I feel compelled to uh, sync our wardrobes. Oh, I love that. With not only designer goods, mm -hmm. but 
sustainable model of acquiring them. Sinking your wardrobe with your consciousness, if you will. Exactly. We're talking about the real, real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. Guys, you can shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion and streetwear, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home, and new arrivals come in daily. Don't you fret because every item undergoes the real reels meticulous authentication process. Can I go under undergo that process? <laughs> Can I get verified luxury? What I love about the real reels consignment shopping experience is their interface on their website looks like you're shopping at a luxury retailer. Well, you so are. it's like pretty. Yeah, because you are. And it's easy to find and it's fun to discover things. And I get really lost in that site. It's like a web of discovery and fun of fancy things. And I know you love this part. Not only are you shopping luxury the sustainable way, but you can shop online and they have an app that you can download and do it all from the comfort of your cozy bed. I love a shopping app on my iPad. It is my favorite luxury. They also have brick and mortars in Soho, West Hollywood, and they also have a new location at 870 Madison Avenue in New York City, Manhattan, baby. And if you're looking to consign, the Real Reels white glove service comes to you for free at an in-home pickup. It's so awesome. So guys, let's stop buying so many new clothes. Let's be real. Guys, this is a scary thought. There are enough clothes now to sustain the rest of the world forever. That's so wild. So let's do something to not bring more unneeded things into the world. Because I understand the argument of like, I don't like going to the Goodwill because it's like not nice clothes. Okay, that's fine. I can get behind that. But this is the answer to that. Yes, and it's well-made yeah. and it's timeless. It's, and it's awesome. such an amazing model. So if you go to therealreal.com and use the promo code REAL, R-E-A-L, you'll get 20% off select items. That is realreal.com, promo code REAL for 20% off selected items. Guys, have fun. Treat yourself. Back to the show. Hey, this is Alexis Haynes. Join me every Monday for a new episode of my podcast, Recovering from Reality. Whether you're on the road to recovery, seeking self-care techniques for surviving the capitalist machine, or just need a moment to remember that you're not alone in your loneliness, I'm here to deliver intimate conversations and expert insights to empower you on the road towards authentic wellness. So are you ready to recover from reality? So you've used an acronym, correct? Yeah. So this idea is like tapping into your cycle power, P-O-W-R, right? And so these four phases, like how could I categorize them at the highest level for you? Because it's really, this is so easy. We talked about the food piece a little bit. We talked about working out a little bit, but this also applies to how you manage your life, Right. right? And so when I think about these four categories, it's sort of like you're in the first phase, you're in the follicular phase. That's like the preparing phase, the okay. P, right? P of power. Then you have the opening up phase in your ovulatory phase where you're, you know, talking to people, you're connecting, you're socializing, you're talking about what it is you're doing. You're, you're getting pregnant. You're, you're you're doing that, right? Yeah, you're <laughs> opening up, you're receiving, yeah. all of that. In the luteal phase, which is the longest phase and mm-hmm. one of the most important phases, well, they're all important, but ones that we we tend you to, have your favorites we all have our favorites <laughs> but you get and I like it because of my type A nature this is the work phase okay. this is the W in power this is the work phase so you can get stuff done like no other time because of this unique hormonal cocktail that's circulating in your brain you're really interested and you feel turned on you feel pleasure from doing things getting things done checking things off your to-do list whatever they may be 
And then in the menstrual phase, it's the R, it's the rest. Mm. Like, you know, rest, recover, reevaluate. It's it's just ways for you to sort of just take a look at every aspect of your life, your work, your self-care, your relationships. How's it all going? And is it going in the direction that I want? It's you don't literally ha- the retrograde of the cycle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, why, why wait for just uh, an opportunity at the turn of the new year to do that? We get to do that as women every month so that you don't like get off track. You know? I remember when I found out through your app, the best exercise that you could give yourself during your period is a nap. And I was like, finally, someone's <laughs> given me permission to sleep as much as I want to well, sleep. Well, sleep is so restorative. It, yeah. You know, it cleans the brain. It resets the metabolism. It supports circadian balance. It's like it flushes cortisol. I mean, there's so it's a good workout. Yeah. But again, it's one of those things where it's like you have to give yourself permission to relax. And we need, you like, that? Like, I like, like I said, <laughs> I, like you, I needed the bridge of science to walk over because mm-hmm. the conditioning that of the way that we've been taught to think about it, the complete opposite way has us all spinning our wheels. We're all exhausted. We're all pushing. And we just don't think we're going to be safe if we follow this flow. If we follow this pattern, we think we're not going to succeed in our lives and in our dreams, right? If we push and then chill, chill how are we ever going to make momentum? But that's actually the momentum that's going to get you there faster. Mm. Right. But it just doesn't feel as immediate because it's like 28 days as opposed to every single day. But like over the course of time. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, again, in the book, so there's a whole section in the book about productivity and, and career and how, you know, so like second section of the book really talks to you about how you apply this to your personal self care. But then the third section is really about how do we take this into every other area of our lives, right? right? So there's research about what, you know, for example, Harvard business school. They, heard of it? Heard of it? They're, they've Up done, and coming. They've, <laughs> done, they've done study after study about actually if people in a work environment are constantly asked to produce that their productivity and the quality of their work decreases. Right. But we're somehow applying the opposite logic to our lives. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, I have to be constantly on. Otherwise I'm not going to make it. But we know from studies that that's not true. So again, if you just look at the science of how your body works, how your brain operates, how your, you know, hormones and metabolism and immune system and all of these other systems of the body actually want to be in their peak optimal state, doing anything that interrupts that or isn't supportive of that becomes the illogical piece. Also, like so many prolific people, like artists that I love, female artists, they're prolific in their career, but they like Fiona Apple has released like four albums in her life. But you know every single one of her songs. It takes her six or seven years to make an album, but it's like it's worth it because she's waiting. You know, I just feel like the mentality yeah, around like different it's rates the tech, of productivity. It's the technology in our lives that we feel like the rate needs to be so fast. That's such an important analogy. And, I, you know, I talk about that a lot in the book that we are comparing ourselves now more and more to sort of tech or, yeah. or artificial intelligence and this always on sort of experience that we're having with yeah. technology. But we are not like that. Right. We're not hardware. No. You know, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I think it's much better to be human. But, yeah. you know, I but I think it is really about understanding how your software does work, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can like, I mean, just to make some silly computer analogy, like you wouldn't try to run a program in an environment that doesn't have that software loaded. Instagram right? doesn't it, run on Windows 95 or whatever. So <laughs> this is, now I'm getting out of my depth. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, the idea is that, you know, you're literally trying to force yourself to operate as if you have this 24-hour hormonal right. pattern, but you don't. You have two. You have the 24-hour pattern and 
the 28-day pattern, the circadian and the infradian clocks. And if you ignore one of them, it's going to fuck you up. <laughs> I mean, in like, scientific like, terms. In, yeah. like straight Vocab. up, it's going to trip you up. It's going to make you sick. It's going to make you stressed. It's going to impede your ability to achieve the life that you want. I was surprised, for example, I thought, okay, yes, I get it, how it affects sex and relationships and career. But being someone of a still relatively new mom, I was really surprised and also not surprised that it also has benefits in in terms of how I am as a mom. How so? Well, you know, I think one of the things about motherhood is that you want to be perfect, mm. just like you do as a woman in every other area of your life, because that's the messaging is like you're not valuable unless you are somehow perfect, somehow static, somehow the same every single day, right? Mm. What is perfection? Really, if you break down what is perfection, it is nothing is changing, which doesn't, by the way, exist in nature, right? Right. Everything in nature is dynamic. It's like a rebirth every second. I would say that this concept of perfectionism is probably at the core of the toxicity that has been bred out of the leaving out of this infradian clock in our mm. understanding of who we are. Because if we don't have that, we do think we're supposed to be the same every day. We do think, we do put that expectation on ourselves that we should be perfect. So that translates into so many different areas of life. Like with relationships, you think, for example, you're supposed to be in the mood for sex in the same way every single day. And well, we all know that that is just not true, but there's a pattern to it that's very predictable. In motherhood, you know, you want to do everything all the time, right? You want to like do crafts and bake and like, you know. Like show up in the same way with the same exactly. enthusiasm. Exactly. Right. But that doesn't serve you as a mom and it doesn't serve your child, especially if you have a daughter, in terms of role modeling for her mm. what embodied like healthy femininity looks like. And so I've really been leaning into the cycle syncing method as a mom and it's been great. So, you know, in the first half of the cycle in the follicular phase, I might do, you know, different activities with my daughter. In the luteal phase, we might do home, you know, reorganization projects together. My daughter loves organizing. Because How lucky. Girl, girl after our own heart. <laughs> wow. She's like, mom, Feng shui, baby. mommy, I'm going to reorganize my play kitchen. I'm like, let's do it. You know, so. <laughs> Because <laughs> she'll see me doing that once a month where I'm like organizing things yeah. or putting things away. So she's in this habit that she doesn't yet realize what it is. But when her second clock turns on, she's going to tell me things like, mom, can you leave me alone? I know what I'm doing, which will make me so happy because she'll have this sort of intuitive understanding that she's not supposed to do the same things week over week and that it's okay to change. It's okay to be dynamic mm. and that that's her superpower. I love what you're saying so much same. because this just, even on a micro level, we're always asked like morning routine. What is your morning routine? Oh my God. Can we just talk about that? For uh, yes. And we're always like, it's different every day. And I'm like, we drink water. About- giving yourself space to figure out what it is you need in that moment, that's the routine. I was watching the non-routine. So- someone who I admire on Instagram and watching like a video of this person, I'm not even going to mention gender, of this person doing, well, actually, I, I think it's relevant because it's a guy. So I was watching his morning routine. You know, it's the same every day. And I was looking at that and, you know, because I'm still like every other female, like healing from the patriarchal wounds, I was like, oh, you know, maybe that's wow. why I am not achieving what I want. You know, maybe that's what I'm missing. Maybe this is going to be giving me a competitive edge. You know, it was so elaborate this morning routine. <laughs> and and it, and it was the same every day. And I He was, put it on Instagram every day? No, it, he just put he it like on once and, I, and oh. I watched it and I was like really impressed. And then I looked at that and I said, hold on. The ability for someone to do that each and every day is dictated really by two things. One, their biology— and two, the people or 
or person in their lives that's supporting their ability to have space to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then when you add kids into the mix, like that- Unpredictable. You know, totally. So practicing being in a dynamic, responsive, you know, relationship with your body and certain morning routines that work for you in one half of the cycle versus another, like a morning routine that might work for you in the menstrual phase is sleeping an extra 20 minutes. Amen. But in the follicular- you this morning? Right. But in the follicular <laughs> Actually, phase- I was meditating. Oh, okay. In the follicular phase, it might be- David G. Okay, stop bragging. <laughs> <laughs> Meditation you can do all throughout the cycle, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but, you know, you may just mix up the combination of how you're doing things. You know, you may have a morning routine in the, in the follicular phase that's like, I'm going to go do a DVD or an, a streaming, you know, a workout, streaming workout. Or in the ovulatory phase, you're going to get up and out and go for a walk or meet a friend for coffee. And that might be your morning routine. The point is, if you think that you're supposed to have the same one every day, and then you don't want to do the same one every day, what are you left with? Your only option is to start criticizing yourself. Well, yeah, yes. that's like a dissonance. There's the shame. The shame. Of not the living guilt. up to like something, you, an expectation you had sent for yourself. And it is so important. Like personal integrity is a beautiful thing to say, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to do this. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm really hard on myself. If then I say, you know what, I'm not going to do what I intended to do. What if we made our intentions align with our biochemistry? I am here for that. Yes. Because then we would drop the shame and the mm-hmm. guilt. So it's like my intention is to listen to my body. And to do what makes me feel my best that mm. day because I trust that if I'm supporting my infradian rhythms, I will perform at my peak. Mm-hmm. And then be in flow. That's right. I mean, we, I called the book In the Flow for that reason. It's a play on the concept of, you know, you want to be in the flow of these hormones, but also being in the flow of your hormones allows you to be in a peak flow state of your life, right? So Tony Robbins talks about getting into peak flow. There's a whole book about getting into peak flow states. The idea about, you know, being in your peak flow is, I think, different for women mm-hmm. because we have this infradian clock that we've been ignoring that factors into everything, Time to talk about one of my favorite topics. It's a passion project of yours. Skin. We all have it. That's right. It's the biggest organ in our body. (laughs) Hey. We happened upon this brand new company that I'm loving what they're all about. We're talking about Skinsay. Skinsay, what a cute name, cute packaging, by the way, was born from a passion to incorporate every aspect of who you are and how you live into how you care for your skin. I love that. They offer a holistic and personalized approach to skincare for a complexion that looks and feels great today and tomorrow. Elizabeth, if this product gets us anywhere near what your skin looks like right now, I'm buying the whole collection. Oh my goodness. Thank you. You're so welcome. it's a really kind of like next level way of choosing your products. You go on their website and you do a diagnostic quiz. And through the quiz, it carefully assesses the various lifestyle factors that contribute to how healthy your skin looks, including existing skin concerns, as well as air quality, diet, sleeping habits, etc. All the things that go into whether we're glowing or not. Skin says products deliver benefits that work with your skin's own rhythm and biology, and they strive to include only the highest quality ingredients, which are vegan, microbiome-friendly, buzzword, and powered by probiotic and plant extracts. Wow, this is so cool. I just love anything that personally makes me connect with it. Mm -hmm. Like all these like little quizzes make me feel like they get me. And I love that it's a holistic approach. It's not just like, oh, I have acne or I have sun damage. It's like, what 
is your environment like? Yeah, like when I took my quiz, they were like, okay, you live in Los Angeles, which means you get this much percent of UV rays every single day, which is like, oh, yeah, science. Noted. Interesting. And I have to say, so I've been using one of their body washes. Okay. Which, I mean, let's not forget the rest of the skin, not just the faucet. No, no, you know? I just uh, I just bathe in my own dirt for the rest of my body. I, on- <laughs> I only wash my face. <laughs> okay, so if you go over to skinsay. Got com. That's S-K-I-N-S-E-I dot com slash retro mm-hmm. or on your mobile device and you take the skin diagnostic quiz and you use your promo code for a discount, promo code retro, you'll get 20% off. That is so exciting. Start treating your skin like the queens and kings that you are, my friends. Back to the show. Remember when you did our South by talk, we talked a lot about how modern society's rhythm is designed around the male 24-hour yeah, clock. Yeah, can you can we talk just about refresh that? that for a second? Because I feel like it's in the it's form of the work day. Yeah. I'm always like, the reason why you have a boner is because your testosterone is peaking, and then that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, tell us more, and I'm like, uh, hold on. <laughs> so actually, yes, that's all in the book too. So, but yes, the, you know, if you think about it, actually, this is really interesting because someone on a call that I was having recently was just saying, you know, it's so hard because my cultural diet, you know, just doesn't feel supportive of, you know, the way that I want to be taking care of myself. And I just, I just breathed that in for a minute. No, she was from Puerto Rico and she was just talking about how like the diet is just really heavy and it's constant, like the same kind of food all the time. And I I took that in for a minute. I just, you know, I've worked with women from every country, every continent. I've, I have my own ethnic background and special diet and things that we've eaten historically. And I just- Pizza. Yeah, pasta. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, you know, but really the truth of that is that that is also the same thing. It's like the culture has been set up to nourish the male hormonal pattern, yeah. mm. both from the way that we work to the way that we work out to the way that we eat. Even happy hour. When we go to happy hour, what we're drinking, what we're eating, it all works better in the male physiological environment. Happy hour menu. Yeah. Chicken wings. (laughs) Right. And then you feel like someone who's not participating, who's not being social. You're not cool. You're not cool if you're not going with that flow. But that's not your flow, baby girl. What's your flow? When's happy hour best for us? Yeah, when's the best time to drink? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's all you— This is why you're here. This is why I'm here. (laughs) The crux of the conversation. (laughs) It's always— Tell me it's it's, 9 (laughs) a.m. No, but it's it's always easier to, let's say, drink in the ovulatory phase. Okay. Because you're going to be eating foods. When you, you know, check out the book, you'll see which foods are appropriate for that phase. And those foods are really going to help maximize your liver's ability to detoxify. Mm. And, you know, you as women, you are conservators of energy so and nutrition. So that's why, for example, if you sit a male and a female down at a bar and you give them both like a couple of beers, the man is going to get up first. If you time the first bathroom trip, it's going to be the dude. The breaking of the seal. That always happens. You're right. It's because you are much more energy efficient and you retain nutrients longer. So that's important to know because if you're drinking- It takes us longer to get drunk. Well, to feel it. I'm sorry. We feel it- You feel it- More extended. Because it it takes longer for it to leave your body. Interesting. So you need less and you need to do it less frequently. Or you can work again with the things in your diet according to the cycle syncing method to help you process these things more efficiently. Again, being in your flow helps every system of your body work more optimally. Is there a type of alcohol that's more optimal than others? 
I mean, this is just good common sense. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I would say the easiest alcohol for anybody to break down seems to be sake. Ooh. That's where I'm at. We Um, love sake. You drink less and you're eating it with food, which is ideal because, you know, this is one of the only cultures on the planet that does caffeine and alcohol on an empty stomach. Other cultures, most other cultures, you would never see that happening. You wouldn't even have a coffee to go cup. You would not do that without food because it's it's unhealthy for the body. It's hard for the body to work with that. So I would say sake is probably easy. The wine, you know, red wine, but you want to choose organic and glyphosate free and all those things. Biodynamic. But, mm-hmm. That's you know that's a little that's a little bit of a digression. But yeah. you know I would say, but you are opening up an interesting concept, which is also something that I talk about in the book, which is about biohacking and how the conversation around biohacking needs to be a little bit updated to include women's infradian clocks as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I talk a lot about these different diets. For example, intermittent fasting, I'm sure we've all heard about yes. it. It's yeah. like supposedly the best thing ever for everybody. I see it um, having a really good effect on most of the men I know that do it. Yes! And I notice <laughs> uh, it's a little different for women. Turns out that for women in their reproductive years, it has like an opposite effect. It increases your insulin sensitivity. Scary. It, It decreases ovulation regularity. It helps you to be more unhealthy. And it's so important. (laughs) It helps you be more unhealthy. If that's what you're after, (laughs) that's what you're going to get. Also, if I may say this, as the female experience goes and food deprivation is a very common triggering thing, I find the intermittent fasting conversation to be that. I find it to be very triggering. I love that you just brought up eating disorders in, in an obtuse kind of way because one of the things that I've worked with over the years are many women with eating disorders and not just your classic anorexia, bulimia, but also orthorexia, which I think is a new health, health well, dysfunction. It's, not, it's a dysfunction that's been around at least since I've been in the world of, of health and wellness, so at least 20 years. But it's this idea of like having to do things correct, mm. perfect, right. And again, that goes back to trying to stay the same trying to be the same every day, trying to, you know, even though the body might have a craving or want something else that you are like actively saying no to that. And what's so beautiful about the cycle syncing method, I've had many women with eating disorders report that this has been a deeply healing practice because it reconnects them to their body's intuitive mm-hmm. eating needs and gives them permission with the the science, un, you know, grounded science understanding that this is going to be something safe for them, that they don't have to be the same every day. They can change their foods. And it's, much more permissive. It's the, it's, this is really like an, this is not a diet. I mean, but by no means is this a diet. This is a way of you interacting with your female body that makes it work the best possible way. And it's, that information is so powerful. Yeah. I was actually, I had written this down to ask you because something that comes up in my head a lot as I'm doing research in the world of wellness is the- She says we're uh, just staying in an eye roll. The (laughs) rebranding of diet culture as wellness. And, you know, as Stephanie and I have the luxury of being able to be exposed to all these very cool, fun ideas and modalities, I always want to be really mindful and really careful that we're not shining a spotlight on those orthorexia practices in a way that is detrimental. Listen, without the right information, it's really easy to get lost. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of voices and there's a lot of websites and there's a lot of things that are supposedly the right thing. And the trend of it all too. Right. Where it's like, this is good for every person. Go keto. 
Right. That's just not the way that your body is designed to work. Like there's not even one medication that's good for everybody, you know? So it's really about how does your body work and work with it. And if you do that, if you come from the inside out versus, okay, I don't know what's going on with my body. I have no idea how it works. I'm Mm. just going to grasp at whatever is like the new and the next and hope for the best, which is how we have as women been operating you know, you're going to have a very different result. I love that. Beautifully the inside said. out and yeah. not the outside in. Can I ask a question just in the in the general sense of like what's going on with women in the world? Like what are, we were talking about this earlier, what is like the biggest thing that you see people for like as far as adjusting the hormonal clock or, is concerned? Or that and like in the work you do, is there just like something that is very prevalent in, yeah. in the majority of the coaching that you're doing, that you're seeing, like almost you're able to like trend forecast yeah. with ailments. Based on malfunction. <laughs> well, that's why I wrote this next book because I'm somebody who goes to the deepest root cause. And, you know, Woman Code really broke down the five-step flow protocol that really helps, let's say, recalibrate your endocrine function. But when I look at absolutely every single woman that comes into our practice, the main reason how she has ended up in a situation where she's out of balance is because she has ignored this infradian clock. Okay. And so what I think is sort of this, and we see it in social media, you know, I haven't really come fully out with the cycle syncing method. You know, people have been learning about it either through Woman Code or the MyFlow app. But I've been just working on writing the definitive guide to this method that I created, and I wanted to kind of share it with people in a, in this way. But we have like tens of thousands of women who are hashtag cycle syncing, who have like who are doing Instagram takeovers for us about how this practice has changed their whole relationship to their health, their fitness, their careers, their sex lives, their relationships, motherhood, and has just helped them like reclaim a sense of who they are. And so I think that it's trending itself. And I would say that what I'd love to see is that every woman really knows that the way forward for her is in. Mm. The way forward for her in her life, the way forward for her with her best health, the way forward for her with her, you know, ideal body, the way forward with her dreams is in. These two clocks that we have give us the whole blueprint for how to like make your life an unbelievable dream come true. I believe it was Miss Oprah Winfrey who calls that an aha moment that we all just collectively had in this room. Let's take a time out to celebrate a partner that we've um, long looked to as a supplement for our health. Love them so much. We, you know, when we take vitamins, it's hard to know what we're putting in our bodies. And that is why Rituals Founder created this brand on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry to make clinically tested vitamins a new normal. My friend Kat Schneider. Hi. I know she listens to the show. Hi, Hi, Kat. A ritual left out mystery additives, synthetic fillers, and shady extras when they created their vitamins because that can be found in a lot of traditional multivitamins and honestly, ew. Yeah, right? And they're committed to showing you their nutrients, where it came from, and why they chose it. They call it traceability. So Ritual makes a clinically studied essential for women, which showed an increase in vitamin D levels and omega-3 DHA levels when people took it regularly. And I call that likability. I love that. They are traceable and transparent. You can go on their website and you can find out 
where they source their vitamins, what they're using to create the supplement. And obviously they are vegan certified, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergen-free. It's very exciting stuff. And what's your favorite part, Elizabeth? The minty tab. Oh, I love the minty tab. (laughs) Minty burp squad. You know, what I need from my vitamins is a good aesthetic. A little reminder. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they did say the team at Ritual was like, you can actually take it at night and it will like avoid the burps. Okay. Just a fun fact. I love that. Fun tip. I love that. They use algal oil instead of fish oil, which comes from a fermentation of microalgae, which is also why you're not getting the fishy burps. And okay, this is my big thing. You know, I'm always talking about how I'm not a methylator. Yeah. You're like the OG face. You're like the spokesperson, the media darling, really, of of non-methylation. Is that a sponsorship I can get? Because please sign me up. Basically, 40% of women cannot properly utilize the synthetic form of folate, which is folic acid, meaning that they're not taking the energy from the folic acid and turning it into the absorbable form of folate. And the ritual uses folate and they also use methylcobalamin, which is pre-methylated vitamins for your fancy. And that's science. Yeah, that is science. (laughs) I'm proud to know it. (laughs) Proud to be broken to know things. Guys, daily changes can lead to big results. So start small today. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off their first three months. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's important to note that it comes to your house. Oh, best. Delivers. You can head over to ritual.com slash retrograde. You can try it out. It's really easy to stop anytime. I always get really annoyed and like feel like I'm getting tricked if it's hard to uh, stop a subscription. This one is not, but you're not going to want to because it's wonderful. So again, as Steph said, you get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash retrograde. Let's get back to this combo, shall we? Let's do it. It's the same way that I feel about like astrology, really, in a weird way. I know it's kind of a parallel that you wouldn't normally think of, but it's like I look at that as a map to myself where it's like if I want to know what I'm going to trend towards, that's where I'm going to look. And so I know how to deal with things based on who I am in that way. That's same right. thing with this. Why would we want to walk around without like having this operating guide to help us? Exactly. You know, it's like it's just not it doesn't make sense. And once you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, of course course, there's this other clock. Of course, it's been talking to me. I've just been really good at ignoring it because of how I've been raised to think about it. And now I understand the science of it. And so, of course, I'm going to get in my flow. Why wouldn't I do that? That's nuts that I would, you know. And, you know, me being someone who's practiced the cycle syncing method in my life for, you know, the better part of 15 years, I mean, yes, it's helped me lose 60 pounds without dieting or like going on some sort of crazy exercise binge, not once, but twice because I gained a bunch of weight with my pregnancy and all without pushing, right? All without pushing. It's helped me be the femtech entrepreneur that I am without burning out. It's helped me have a relationship with my husband that's really dynamic and interesting. And, you know, we're about to celebrate, you know, our next anniversary. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's still fresh and interesting because we're dynamically sourcing our relationship, our Mm. sex lives, the whole thing. It's made me a better mom and it's made me just more successful in my life without having to feel stressed and rushed all the time. Like I really trust in the abundance and the expansiveness of how my body operates and everything just flows much more easily. Amen, Um, sister. How long does it take to cycle sync? I don't know. I mean, obviously it's an ongoing process, but how long does it take if you're tracking this and following the protocol? I mean, you'll start to feel it right away because when you just like decide, you 
figure out which phase you're in. There's so many different charts in the book. There's a chart for motherhood. There's a chart for your sex life. There's like what to do when, which types of dates to go on, which kind of foreplay to have, what kind of things to work on at work, how to take this into your team. I take all the guesswork out of it so that this is really just totally mapped out for you. So you just pick where you are where you know to yourself to be in, in your cycle. And then you just start doing those things, let's say 50% of the time. Because let's, you know, and I want to address this too. We get this question a lot. I get this question a lot about, well, what if I have to do something that's out of alignment with my phase? What if there's a deadline at work? What if right. my kid needs something? Well, it's going to happen for sure. Yeah, that's totally totally fine. Yeah. Because just like I've always said with food, right? You, it's, I always operate on the 80-20 rule. You don't need to be perfectly healthy because first of all, that doesn't exist. You don't need to be perfectly on your health protocol all the time. If you are 80% doing the right things for your body, your body, the systems of your body can absorb a 20% impact of being off, of indulging, of having life happen. That's exactly the same way that this works, right? So you don't have to do only the things that are in your space. You can have stuff come up at work, stuff come up with your kids, stuff come up with life. You can take a workout class that if you really want to, that's out of sync with your face. You just need to accommodate that in some other way, like maybe getting a little extra sleep. If there's like a high stress load that's happening, that's out, you know, you're in your menstrual phase, but you've got deadlines. So you're going to do a little bit more sleeping, or you're going to take extra supplements, or you're going to do something to boost your self-care to offset the stress impact. But the more you sync with your cycle over time, the better your body's stress response will be at absorbing those, let's call them stress flare-ups that happen because life happens. Sure. So it's a practice. The more you do it, the stronger and more responsive your body gets to stress. And instead of what we do as women, which is we push, push, push all throughout the cycle. And at the end of the month, we have like a negative energy amount in our energy bank account. Yeah. You will have an increasing, upward increasing levels of energy every month over month. So you have more to draw from. That's something I wanted to ask you about actually. In the menstrual phase, for me, myself, and I feel like when I talk about this amongst friends, there's an agreement. I get crushing anxiety the day before I'm about to get my period or right before I'm about to get my period, like not rational. Mm. And I'm just curious, like, why is that? Why happening? is that happening? Why is that and like, <laughs> I assume cycle thinking will, will lend to this, but like, can we break that down? Yeah. So when your hormones are out of balance to some extent, you're going to feel potentially a little bit more in an extreme fashion, the decrease in concentration of estrogen and progesterone in your brain. So when the concentrations of those hormones are lower, you can feel more depressed or more anxious depending on your particular hormonal balance at that moment. Cycle syncing your food and your diet and your fitness over time will even that out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I would say cycle syncing is not something, let's say like woman code in the flow protocol that's designed to fix your, you know, chronic PCOS or endometriosis or all of that. That the, that protocol is really best optimized or optimal for women who are trying to recover naturally from these chronic mental disorders. The cycle syncing method and what is in this book is really for any woman who's, you know, has a reasonably decent period. And I say that because most women think that having some level of PMS is normal, but you, right. you will find that as you embrace the cycle syncing method, that that just kind of dissolves and is not no longer a part of your experience because you're going to be really supporting the hormonal ratios in each of these four phases. Mm -hmm. Again, you support this infradian clock and this infradian clock takes care of you. 
Sounds divine. Yeah. You um, scratch your infradian <laughs> clock's back, it'll scratch yours. How about hormone testing? So I recently had an appointment with a functional medicine doctor. We talked about getting the hormone testing done. I believe day 19 is when it's recommended to be done. Is that depends correct? on depends. what you're testing? Okay. So my question just in science in general is normally when you're running an experiment, you do multiple of them because especially as we've just learned with the female cycle, every day is different. We have four different times throughout the month. So I'm just curious when we're getting these types of tests, how much weight should we hold in the, with the information with it being one time? What are What is your thoughts on all of this? Yeah, I think, you know, if someone's really interested in testing their hormones, there's just, it just depends on what you're looking to test. So, you know, if you're trying to figure out your thyroid function and how well that's performing, you know, you can test that really at any time. If you're looking for progesterone and estrogen levels during the luteal phase because you're trying to conceive, you can test day 19, day 21. If you're trying to understand, you know, are you ovulating? Are you having enough FSH levels to to do that? you can test earlier in the cycle. So they're just snapshots at different times because you would use the test to try to answer a specific question. If you're trying to understand just your hormonal patterns overall, I think a really easy way to do that that's the least invasive is to do basal body temperature tracking because that's going to show you things every single day that speak to the fluctuations of these hormones. Is that like the daisy thing? That's a great one to use if you want to use an app for that. I think that's a really solid one. Very cool. Yeah. And there's urine testing as well that, you know, you can do sort of an ongoing basis as well. So it just depends on how you, there's no, I wish I could give you like the, this is the one right. way to do it, but there, it just depends on what you're trying to test. That's, that's a great answer. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. We actually got some listener questions. If let's we, get some let's, listeners in the flow. Let's see you here. Okay. So I'm sure this is very common, but advice after coming off birth control. This person was on it for five years and but went off of it because migraines became dangerous. Wow. Mm. Thanks for bringing that conversation to this, to our conversation, mm-hmm. because there's a whole section in the book, you know, it's like I said, in the flow is for women who don't have really any period problems. It's really for every woman, right? If you have functioning ovaries, if you are cycling, if you're in your reproductive years and you want to live your best health, your best life, you want to feel better, live smarter, this is the methodology to be using. This is the next thing. <laughs> so excited. But what if you're someone who's on the pill or trying to come off the pill or has come off the pill or you have period problems, what do you do? There is a whole section in this book. My editor and I were like, it's such a big section. Should we give it its own chapter names? Or I'm like, no, let's just have it be its own little mini book within the book. So there's like an actual mini biohacking book within this book. A novella. Uh, Yeah, a little, yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, And it's just, it really goes through how do you use natural means to restore hormonal balance? And so if you're someone who's been on the pill and you've come off, really the key, the first key step for you is to really dial in your micronutrient therapy. Because women who've been on extended uh, experiences with synthetic birth control are micronutrient deficient enough that it can actually further disrupt endocrine function and make your ability to have these four phases even happen. So, and, and that's the other thing I should say, because a lot of women ask, can I do the cycle syncing method if I'm on birth control? Great question. So thanks, listener, for bringing this whole birth control conversation into our chat. The answer is you can, but you are not cycling. Right. You have no cycle when you are on the birth control pill whatsoever. And I think that if women knew that they had so much benefit to gain from having these 
four dynamic hormonal patterns influencing their creativity, their verbal skills, their metabolism, their creative output, the opportunity cost of taking a medication that would completely suppress that and shut it off totally, you know, you would maybe question doing that in the first place because there are other ways to prevent pregnancy. And we know the birth control pill or synthetic hormones in general are prescribed as treatments for chronic menstrual disorders, which they don't actually fix. They're Band-Aids. They're Band-Aids, which, you know, that's what I talked about in Woman Codes. We won't get fully into that here, but the whole, the big takeaway for you is that if you want to have access to like your internal superpower, this infradian clock, you can't shut it off with medication. Well, I just feel like, you know, the whole, I want to take a pill to make things better mentality. I think that's really one of the best benefits of like the explosion of the wellness conversation is that people are wanting more to go in and do their due diligence as opposed to just like, because we're seeing that the quick fix just isn't effective. Right. And actually millennials in particular had been studied and some recent study came about how millennials are opting out of birth control medication Mm -hmm. more than any other generation. And it's probably because they're much more educated around these topics than any other generation has been. And we all went on it when we were 14. Was that just me? No, I went on it when (laughs) I was that young too. What are your thoughts on the next generation and use of birth control. Avoid as long as possible or when I went on it because I had terrible cramps and I was very young and knowing what I know now, I wouldn't do that. Well, what I hope, and I, I write about this in the motherhood chapter of In the Flow, and uh, you know what I hope for my own daughter is that when you grow up with a mom who is in her flow, you will, by default, as the child of that mom, learn by osmosis the fact that, oh, mommy does different foods certain weeks. You might not know why when you're little, but then she can have a conversation with you when you're 12 and say, listen, honey, your second clock is about to kick in. And when it does, you're just going to change the foods that you eat each week and change the way you work out each week. And we're going to do some more rest sometimes and more activity other times. And it's all super organized. There's like a little calendar I'm going to give you. And it's like no big deal. It's just like a little fact. Here's the, this is like the new normal. And if you go into, you know, before your period even starting, understanding that you have the second clock that's going to turn on, that's going to require you to just be more dynamic in your self-care and in your activity, you will protect yourself against the common hormonal imbalances that teenage girls face that Mm. makes them vulnerable to taking birth control pill to quote unquote solve that issue because you're going to be just naturally balancing and supporting your hormones. And if you're a mom who's in her own flow and you understand how to biohack your hormones, which you will if you read this book... If you see that your teenage daughter has cramps, you're going to know exactly what to make her for dinner, breakfast, and pack for school lunch to fix that problem for her within one cycle. Mm. You're empowering a whole new generation. And so are we by having you here. (laughs) (laughs) The book is called In the Flow, Unlock Your Hormonal Advantage and Revolutionize Your Life. TSR Bible Part 2. Part 2. I'm going to say it right now. Elisa Vitti, we basically, are so happy to have you here. It's basically the Bible to the Torah that was woman code. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Thanks so much. I love chatting with you ladies. We're Always a, a pleasure. Fans. Thank you. Thanks for Get the book. Here. And don't forget when you purchase the book, if you go to In the Flow book, forward slash gift. You're going to get all sorts of fun things and make sure that you check those out. Oh, and I wanted to circle back before we let you go. So you have the Flow Living app, but then there's like a counterpart app for a male. 
No, no. It's so the MyFlow app, the MyFlowTracker.com, yeah. this has something in this app called Partner Sync. It's just a feature function within the app. Okay. If you drop in your partner's email address, they will get a little hormonal update Ugh, about this is everything. Which phase of the cycle you're in so they can know which kinds of dates to plan, what kind of foreplay to bring to the bedroom to optimize your pleasure in the relationship. And when we beta tested this years ago, a lot of women were really afraid to share this feature with their partners. And then what I was like, well, this is the condition of being in the beta test. You have to do it. Yeah. And then we got email after email from like guys, especially, but also female partners being like, this has completely up-leveled our relationship. I feel so confident knowing what to do when. Thank you for giving me the roadmap. Because why? Because men have been conditioned to understand that they should orient themselves around their own hormonal clock. So it is logical to them to think that everyone should do that. The problem is no one has given the roadmap to women and therefore men don't know what it is either. But when we give it to them, they're like, yeah, of course we should go with that flow. We should go with her flow because then it makes everything better. So I just encourage you that- it, Like I feel an ear to ear grin on my face because I just so empowering for a relationship. It's not even that men need to know what's going on with you. It's that we don't have even the language to describe it. Like I've right. been in a relationship where it's like, why do you feel like this? Why don't you want to have sex? Oh, it's like, I don't know. Like it's a mess inside when you don't understand or can't pinpoint what you're going through. Oh my gosh. In the sex chapter, we talk about the fact around how over half of women in relationships are not sexually satisfied. Well, the reason is because you don't know what your hormonal patterns are. You right. can't optimize your orgasm, but you can biohack your orgasm if you know what is going on. And we show you how to do that in that you're coming book. back for a whole episode I mean, on biohacking our orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. No problem. <laughs> Thank you so much. Quick break. Hello. To shout out one of our faves, longtime partner of That's So Retrograde. I know so many of you guys are super into this. Lola, a modern like, approach to feminine care. Would you say we discovered them? Yes, um, I would. Yeah. I'll just take that. We did that. I, every time I see them in like a gym bathroom or anywhere, I feel a sense of pride in knowing that we were boots on the ground with organic tampons. Absolutely. It's so exciting, guys. If you guys don't know, Lola is a female founded company that offers a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, all natural cleansing wipes and sexual health products. Hello. Hi. I love how synced up Lola is with today's cycle syncing episode. Me too. Cute. It's all about the vagine and your various parts today, guys. Strap in. Well, or strap on. Hi. Whichever. <laughs> the thing that's really scary about tampons um, in America is that the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients. So most of them don't. And Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. There are no synthetic ingredients, no rayon, no polyester, no cleansing agents, fragrances, or dyes. Just 100% organic cotton with no chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Very important. And they're gyno-approved and hypoallergenic. And my favorite part about Lola is that you can customize a box of your choosing online. Head over to mylola.com and you can build a box of 18 tampons or 12 pads. And then tampons can be a mix of light only available in applicator, regular, super, super plus. Pads can be a mix of ultra thin day pads or night pads. Decide how many boxes you'd like delivered to your door. I do this. I love it. I'm no longer the type of gal who is 
ill-prepared when she gets her period, mm -hmm. which really, that was most of my 20s and yeah. into my 30s until I really committed to the Lola subscription. And now it's smooth sailing. I love that. Okay, so guys, head over to mylola.com, enter code retrograde30 when you subscribe and you will get 30% off your first month's subscription. That's mylola.com, enter retrograde30 and you will get 30% off your first month's subscription. Now back to the show. We're down with R&T. Yeah, you know me. It's the original. Often imitated, yeah, never duplicated. Oh, God. Wow. We really started a movement with that. Um, I'm just going to continue on my theme of doing things that are new and out of your comfort zone. Doing things 2020? Doing things. twenty. This is the year where we're just like doing things. Um, it's a remix of an old classic of Kylie Jenner. Uh, discovering stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you guys know... Actually, okay. I, or realizing stuff. Sorry. I, yeah, re I'm realizing stuff. I'm realizing that I need more skills. I started playing the keyboard, as you know, as we've heard. And then I decided to take a voice lesson. So I went to Venice and I sang with Rachel Platten. Amazing. She taught me, uh, she taught me like vocal warm-up exercises. And she taught me, and we're like learning to sing a song properly. And it was so like... I love her. Oh, she's the she's best. She's an angel. But it's so funny because in like the teaching moment, she was like being mean to me and she kept being like, is teacher me me? And I was like, kind of. She's like, no, go back. Do the do the exercise again. And I was like, I liked it because like, I don't know, I can handle it. But she, it was funny because she was like half committing to the teacher then half like being really self-conscious about it. But it was funny because like, I felt really like uncomfortable. And then that was, that was the whole point of just like this thing that I want to do. This is a, like a way that I feel like is fun to play. But a like, stretch. Yeah, a stretch. Yeah. But like getting there is so in front of someone like every time she'd sing and then make me sing. I'm like, I can't sing after you. Like you have the best voice. Like just a multi-platinum recording artist. Literally, I'm like, you sound amazing. And she's like, I've been doing this every day for like 30 years. Like it's fine. And it was a very interesting and she was so supportive. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, and then her baby came in and then I just played with the baby and then I was like, I think this is what I really want, but I'll settle for the voice <laughs> lessons. <laughs> You're like, are you hiring a um, sitter? Look at how cute her child is. It's really cute. Do you guys see that at home? Um, Very cute. No, but like this baby is an angel. Um, and then I'll just say one more thing before we move on to what I know you need to share is that I tried furnish. And yeah, baby. It's very, very cool. I know. It's a furniture rental service that Elizabeth recommended to me because I want to move, but it's stupid to move because I have great rent and I don't know where I want to go, but I just needed to like switch needed stuff a, up. like a refresh. Yeah. And I, but I didn't want to like commit to buying new furniture because I know that's not my like forever space. And the guys were so amazing. They delivered it. Um, they ended up breaking the rules and taking out some of my other furniture, which I really appreciated. And now I have this like gorgeous blue couch with a matching gorgeous blue chair with a beautiful writing desk. And then I was so inspired that I went on and ordered a little rug and a little side table. And I just feel like a whole new it's woman. It's an amazing service. Their whole thing is like, if you're renting your home, why would you want to commit to furniture? It's genius. And it's like, even with the added cost of like a couple hundred dollars a month on top of my rent, it's still 
a thousand dollars cheaper than if I were to move to a new place because honey, the rents in LA are not going Ooh. down anytime soon. It is no joke. This shit over is here. spooky. I need to just get in a relationship so I can move into a bigger apartment. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah. Is that why you're with Joey? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's a uh, it was a rosy. I'm so happy. I yeah. can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. I love everything you picked out. Thank you. Thanks for your guidance. Anytime. Mm -hmm. She just put her hands together in prayer hands unironically. <laughs> so you think <laughs> it was an ironic, unironic delivery. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think you're full Valerie Cherish. <laughs> Honestly, gold. <laughs> so that's the biggest compliment you could ever give me. Um, what you got? Okay. So I thought to myself, on Saturday, I love doing like a weekend binge of a show. It's my mm -hmm. new thing for 2020. Now that we're not drinking. Just a full watch. Yeah. Just beginning to end, no stop. Mm -hmm. I think that <laughs> wellness. I think that's Netflix. It's dark. <laughs> like, that's what everyone does. I know. It's so fun. It's yeah, like my actual That's how thing. I watch all shows. So I turned on the Goop Lab show and Ooh. wanted to provide my thoughts. Okay. Because we're so submerged within this world, I kind of like didn't really care. To, were, I wasn't like, I can't wait to see this show. Right. I had like not excitement, not not excitement. I was just like middle of the road. And I honestly loved it. I love that. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I really appreciate, you know, you and I so often muse about how would this type of information be delivered in a visual form mm -hmm. and like how what makes it compelling and how does it inform and they did such a great job with that and my favorite part is how they grounded it within the goop staff in trying these different modalities and then that was kind of the through line throughout the six episodes mm -hmm. so there was, and because of that, it was, they were offering kind of a really human side and a human experience and a human evolution to like how things were experienced. Mm -hmm. And just thought that was great. It grounded it. It was fun. I appreciated it. That, that. is my review. I want to watch it. I, you know, I think sometimes when things are in the vein of what you do, we all have that natural reaction to kind of just be like, eh. like, you know, we all are just protective of our shit. But seeing that makes me happy because it's like, it just means that all of this information is becoming more mainstream and yeah. more people are having access to it. More people are getting their curiosities triggered and, you know, you can take what you like and leave what you don't like. And it's really cool. Yeah. I think the one of the episodes that stood out to me the most was the Volvo conversation and Volvo? the Volvo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. The vehicle conversation. <laughs> um, and they showed a full Volvo. What does like it look full, like? Uh, like the whole, the whole thing. Like inside a vagina? No, the so the vagina is the birth canal. The vulva is the whole shebang. Like the outside? The everything. Okay. So they, they showed it and they did that in order to kind of combat the idea that like all vulvas are the same. And they were really going well, deep we on all this know conversation. Because no, haven't we all watched porn? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they really got into that. And I just thought like, it was very cool that they went there. I love Good that on them. Gwyneth is the the vagina warrior of 2020. Amen. Never saw this coming. Never saw it coming. She's a warrior for vaginas and obliques. Want to <laughs> know where those come from, girl? What you do when? And then just one thing really quickly since we this conversation with Elisa was so focused on 
women's health. I just want to put out a call to all our female listeners and all our listeners who have women in their lives. Let's be checking our breasts in the shower, a self-check once a month. I recently had a friend who discovered a lump while doing just a routine breast check at home and is now going through chemo. And, you know, I'm sending all my love to her and anyone who deals with this. It's just so wild that we're at this age that this happens. And I mean, it can happen at any time. So even if you're young, you should be. Yeah, like it should just be a routine monthly experience for us all. Just wanted to do a little friendly reminder. And go to the gynecologist uh, yearly when you're supposed to, because you never know. Hi, Dr. Rothbart. We love you. Love you. (laughs) And we're just sending extra love to everyone today. It's been a really super fucking weird few days. A lot of grief is in the air. So we love you guys and keep doing the damn thing. Thanks to Elisa for joining us today. Guys, get her book. We're going to be doing a giveaway on Instagram. So check that out. And um, next week, we've got an exciting episode. Should we we tease it? It's our five year. It's our birthday. Hey, hey. Thanks so much. Follow us over at So Retrograde. Guys, follow us at So Retrograde. Is are you not following us on Instagram? I feel like it's good content. We are good. We've got good faces. We put a lot of time into this skincare. We you go to Good Skin. It's like you're not even paying attention. <laughs> that was a cute ad read for our for our Insta. for our faces. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks guys for listening. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari, and don't worry, I'm still Falcon. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.